Hey, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Podcast, where our aim is to encourage and equip you to live fully surrendered and full of joy as you walk out your God-given mission. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. Margot, thank you so much for coming on the Joy-Filled Podcast and for joining us today. I am so excited to get to talk with you and just chat with you. And everyone else is listening to us on audio, but we get to talk face to face. And I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, this is awesome. I get to actually like be your friend. This is too fun. Yes. I, it feels like we're, it feels, it's like the closest thing to real life that we can get. Oh, totally. Um, this is my second podcast ever. So I'm just kind of pretending that we're just zooming right now and hanging out. Yes, I love it. I love it. So tell us, tell us a little about you. Tell us about what makes you, you. Okay. Um, I'm, so I'm originally from southeastern Pennsylvania, but I moved to Nashville um, for college and I love Nashville. I was there for like probably seven-ish years through college, through wow. meeting my husband. We got married there, first house there like started my company there and then we found out that we were pregnant and we were it just like switched the whole mindset all of a sudden we were like I don't really need the cool coffee shops and cool restaurants like I need my uh parents and I need sidewalks and I need like my grandma's special recipes and it just kind of felt like time like we had kind of Mm -hmm. outgrown our season there and so somehow oh my goodness somehow by the lord's blessing my husband who's from texas and we lived in nashville was like okay we can move to small town pennsylvania in the middle of nowhere with your family and it has been amazing (laughs) so we've been here for three years now and um it's great we love small town little development sidewalks i mean the highlight of our week is that our development is getting a playground. So, oh there are big things happening. And we just, we just got a yes. Chipotle in our town. So, oh. we are really moving up in the we world. We had a Chipotle, and we got the Chipotle removed oh, because no. I guess we weren't giving it enough business. <laughs> well, that actually gives us a... Well, a warning. We should definitely frequent so, yeah, the Chipotle. So, yeah, make sure appreciate it while you have it because they'll take That's it away. So crazy. <laughs> Yeah, we only had it for like a few years and I guess I guess people were into the Chipotle. But I will say where I live it's like very there's a lot of like um like ver- the culture there's a lot of like um Hispanic culture mm. with like authentic Mexican restaurants yeah. that are like not like chain Mexican like, restaurants like really authentic good. good there's like family-owned taco trucks and things like that all everywhere and so I can see why Chipotle didn't make it (laughs) because we have all of that already so um yeah that's that's funny that there's like no competition we still don't have Chick-fil-a or anything like that we don't have a Chick-fil-a but in the last like five years we got a Starbucks a Panera and a Chipotle and so we're like hey you are moving up that's kind of how it is here, too. It's like every time something new comes up, it's like, oh, my it's gosh, we're real. We're turning into a big city. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the best, especially with the drive that and little kids. It yes. is like. Yes. Yes. Changes your the more options, man. the better. For sure. <laughs> 
for sure. So the the Joyfield podcast and the mission behind, you know, what we're doing here is really to just empower women to reclaim joy. And and as I as I've been thinking about that, one of the or two of the ways that I I feel like we reclaim joy is one through purposeful action and two through faithful stewardship. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about mm-hmm. today and what I want to ask you is like let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about how what is that how does that play out in our own lives because it can be easy uh for you know for me to sit on a podcast and say, "Yeah, reclaim joy. Woohoo, live joy filled." But then we walk away and it's like, "Okay, but how? Like mm-hmm. my kids are being crazy. I'm not getting enough sleep." my house is a mess, you know, you fill in the blank. I'm busy with work. How, what does it actually look like to reclaim joy? So I want to ask you, what does purposeful action look like for you in this season of your life? Yeah. That, I mean, that's such a good question. Um, so first I'll start with what is going well with purposeful action. And <laughs> then I can talk about like, uh, some ideas that I, I want that I'm working on. Um, so about, so my, my toddler daughter, she's three. And, um, as we all kind of, as moms have gone through like the initial newborn and like first few months of just like total, like lack of sleep and chaos and like Mm -hmm. loss of any sort of like, like rhythm or routine. Um, that was like, kind of just like mind-boggling to me and so mm-hmm. after that like first probably six months of her life I kind of got to the point where I was like wow I just need to be so so intentional about anything that I need in my day because otherwise it will just be like gone like I um, mm-hmm. need to yeah. be intentional about carving out space for quiet time or exercise or like whatever it is. And so I kind of got to this point where I was just like feeling so stagnant. Um, and, um, about two years ago now, my husband and I kind of just sat down and figured out like new routines. We read a few books and we were kind of like, okay, we need to figure this out. So, um, one of our very like tangible things that we do, um, is every night after we put Auden down about 8.30 or 9 or something like that, we have a little bit of phone time and then we plug our phones in on our kitchen island and we'll spend the rest of the night watching something together or just like being together. We come upstairs and we will read on our Kindles because our phones are downstairs on the kitchen island. They're away. We read... um, whatever books we're reading, which a lot of the times, um, they are Christian books or inspirational or parenting or just like something that fills us Mm -hmm. and grows us. Um, and, and then when we wake up in the morning, our phones are still downstairs on the kitchen Island. And we, the first thing we do is we read our Bibles separately because he he wakes up like two hours before I do but um (laughs) separately we read our bibles and then that that's sort of like our our bribe of like you once you're done with your quiet time then you can have your phone and it sounds a little bit like parenting yourself or something like that like it sounds a little bit um rigid at first but 
after we started doing it for a day or two, we were like, how did we ever let ourselves be like so lax about like all that time that we spent just like scrolling Mm -hmm. before bed or how do we let our minds just like consume the news as our first thing or whatever and just kind of realize that like it is like so kind of the Lord to give us space Um, and like we have to be like the ones sometimes to claim it Um, and so so that that has been like revolutionary those things I mean we we also started adding in our version of Sabbath on Saturdays we we Mm -hmm. do Saturdays and a lot of times they look like um, family time. Uh, my husband and I both work for ourselves. So Saturdays, we do have to be really intentional about like, we're not checking emails. We're not fulfilling orders. We're not working, um, in our work setting in our occupational setting, but, um, we're allowed to do like work that fills us. Like we're allowed to work in the yard. We're allowed to help out at church or do whatever's going on. Um, And I feel like that also gives us so much uh, just like freedom and pause. And um, it's just been super rewarding. I think all of these concepts, like had I told myself these things like five years ago, I would have thought they were so like not cool or so like, I don't, I don't know. Like I was, I always prided myself in being like really adaptable and really like, you know, go with the flow And I think that that's great, but I think there's, like, this certain point where you have to also, like, provide a little structure to make sure that you're growing and that you're giving, like, the Lord your best each day and, like, you're you're being, like, I don't know, like, you're, like, you're very um, present and open to, like, Mm -hmm. what he's doing. And I think sometimes when you just go with the flow all the time, you're, you're just kind of caught up in yourself and not carving out that mental space and time for him to work. So I love that so much. And I love that you, I love that you answered this question with wisdom on how to rest well, because a lot of times when we hear purposeful action, the first thing that pops into our mind is like, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what what are you accomplishing? How are you accomplishing all the things? And that can be a really easy trap for us, especially as women, as moms, as wives, as kind of the caretakers of the home. Oftentimes, it can be a really easy thing for us to fall into is like, okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to listen to this thing that's going to tell me how to get everything done. But like sometimes the best thing that we can hear, the, the best advice or wisdom that we need to hear that we so easily forget is like, hey, here's how you can rest because that's purposeful too. I love that so much. So, yeah, I think that there were so many times as we were trying to figure out sort of our family's culture and like what our routines were going to be and our rhythms and stuff like that. There were so many times where I like, yes, needed inspiration, but like more so just needed someone to tell me like, but what exactly do you do, like, in your week? Like, what do you do? When do you, like, uh, when do you sit down with your Bible? Like, what do you read in your Bible? Like, how do you pray? How do you find time for yourself and stuff like that? And so I think that's been really helpful for me to try to, like, 
piece together when other people actually give like tangible wisdom. So like, while I want <laughs> to be like enlightening and inspiring and stuff, I also just like want to give very real examples of like what we do. Um, a few other things that are coming to mind are um, my husband got this like cool, uh, I can't think of what the word would be, but it's like sort of like a, um, a roll of paper that hangs on the wall that like pulls down. You know what I mean? Okay. Like very Joanna Gaines. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's hang it, hanging in the kitchen. <laughs> and after our quiet time, we um, write down on this paper like a verse that stuck out to us. So it's like hanging right there in the kitchen. And that has been super cool to kind of connect on like, you know, he's having his quiet time, I'm having mine, and then try to like have a little bit of a bridge or conversation about it. Um, the other thing, and this was all my husband, but like, uh, I'm super proud of us for finally doing this. Um, my husband and I both have, um, our own businesses. And so our incomes go up and down depending on the month. And as Mm -hmm. we go throughout the year, we have our like seasons. Um, anyway, um, we like really didn't have any mentors for like, what do you do financially, um, with stuff like that. And so we finally figured this out for, for ourselves, for our family. What we're going to do is, um, for our tithing, which we were having trouble with figuring out like what, what's our 10%? Like, do we average it? Do we, I don't know. And so we just felt like we were fumbling for a few years of like, do we just guess? Like, I don't know. So, um, my husband just this month created a business or not a business, like a, a bank account that's just for our 10%. So at the end of each month, he puts our 10% of whatever we made into this bank account. And it has created so much like I love freedom so and excitement. Yes. So we literally now have a, a card, like a, a bank, like ATM, like checking account mm-hmm. card um, that we can like use for anything. Like at the end of the month, we had just have this money. And so it's created like this new excitement and like conversation in our family of like, where's the extra money going to go this month? Like who, like, who have you heard? Have you heard anything like going on? Is there anyone like who could use it? Like, um, and, and we like, yes, we, we give to our church and stuff like that. And, and it's, mm-hmm. it's largely been like a very passive thing where, you know, it just automatically withdraws each month. And so this has just been really cool to, to change the dynamic in our family and the conversation around our daughter of like, we have money that we set aside and then it's given to God and like God gets to use it through us and to be an active part of that is just super cool. So I know that sounds probably like a tangent, but that is like our our new thing that we're pumped about trying. I love that so much. So, so, so much. So practical, so real, so like, hey, go implement this today. Like yeah. I have wanted to do the phones in the kitchen thing for a long time. And I'm literally like, okay, I'm going to go look on Amazon for some cute alarm clocks to put on our bedside yes. tables. And we're going to start plugging our phones yes. in in the kitchen because it's so true. And it, my husband and I both work from home. And so it's so easy for us to just get like, we just get caught up in 
we we just go through the motions and so it's very hard for us to spend like intentional time um just together mm-hmm. just the two of us totally. with kids who are I mean Miles is going through like a 2 year sleep regression and so we're not getting good sleep That's and right. just you know all the things of life everyone has their things Mm -hmm. every every season has its hard things and that's one thing that we're seeing in this season is it's very hard for us to get out of the the normal day-to-day rhythm and and spend intentional quality time together and I think our phones have such a huge part to play with that and I also find myself like going days and weeks without opening my Bible truthfully like I'll listen to things or like play um, I have an app that like plays scripture out loud to me but it it's very hard for me in this season to really have a rhythm of getting that quiet time with my Bible open every single day so I know for me I am definitely going to start implementing I'm going to talk to my husband literally today um, and yeah. say, hey, this is something that we're doing. Right, we're finally going to do it. So I love that so much. The other thing that I wanted to ask you is what area of your life or what season of your life has faithful stewardship been the most challenging for you? Um, that's a good question. I think blending that question also with like what you were talking about, about working from home, that's something that we, so my husband and I both work from home as well. And, mm-hmm. and I would say one of the areas that like we need to work on is figuring out like morning wake up time. Like it sounds mm-hmm. so simple, yes. but like no, we, we have just, the same struggle every single day. It's always an issue. Um, my yes. husband is a morning person. He can wake up very early like a rooster no big deal like just (laughs) ready to go and I am not like I still I feel like my body is stuck in college like I could sleep until forever and so he is is up he's productive he gets so much stuff done and I barely get out of bed (laughs) in a late hour in the morning um that's I'm trying to get to be a little bit earlier but um just figuring out like that, like balance of, yes, we want to sleep, but also we want to have peaceful time before our kids wake up and Mm -hmm. it's, we never time it right. (laughs) So, so (laughs) like, yes, I, I do try to get my time reading the Bible in the morning, but sometimes it's like so fast and it's while she's Mm -hmm. eating breakfast and talking to me and I'm trying to read it out loud to her and she's not even interested. (laughs) Um, and so just figuring that out. And so I think, answering that question about like what season of your life has the faithful stewardship been most challenging I think definitely in the younger years of her life like the mm-hmm. the whole first year <laughs> definitely just yeah. like a block there of I don't know if I had quiet time more than a handful of times um and I don't know if I exercised or did like anything that was just like me separate from being a mom. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think like that was like a turning point for me to figure out like, okay, this is, this is not working. um, And I need Mm -hmm. to create like a, a rhythm, a routine. It's so funny how like when you first have a baby, you will alter, like, your whole life to, like, their routine and their rhythm of, like, 
okay, this baby will thrive best if I like nurse every three hours and if I, you know, lay her down and if I change her this many times and whatever. And like, we never, ever like think that about ourselves. Like I will thrive Mm -hmm. best if I, you know, sleep for eight and a half hours, drink this amount of water every like three hours or like whatever it is. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's crazy how quick we are to just like totally disappear into like, I will take care of this human at the expense of myself. And I think I just kind of had to learn that lesson the hard way and figure out like, yeah, okay, how am I going to make my self show up in my day as like the best version of myself? And that means exercising or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a certain amount of sacrifice that does happen in that that season for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's part of having a baby and. Mm-hmm. all of that but I agree that we can't we there there's a way to I mean I hate the word balance because I really don't think that it exists I think that rhythm is a better word but there's a way to find rhythms that allow us both the mother and the baby to thrive and I went through that with my first as well I totally lost myself in everything and lost myself in the stress and stressing myself out and the anxiety of like okay he needs to do this at this time and this at this age and and you know the the rigid um and that works for some people but my personality Mm -hmm. is not rigid and Mm -hmm. um that caused me a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and so I think about my experience with birdie my postpartum experience with birdie it was just so different and I I really just kind of let go and I just like I did I nursed whenever she needed to nurse and I let her sleep whenever she needed to sleep and that was the best thing I could do for myself because I I just there wasn't that added stress of like okay I need to keep this on a timer and I need to remember when I last did this and I need to do all the things and I need to be tracking all these milestones I was just like oh she rolled over today I don't know if she's late or early cool whatever um and that was so like that allowed me to thrive having that like just feeling a lot more relaxed about like uh, yeah, she'll tell me when she's hungry. She'll sleep when she's tired. It'll all be okay. We know what we're doing, kind of. We'll figure it out. Um, it really just allowed me to have a lot more peace and to, like you said, be able to to thrive and create rhythms for myself. So, yeah, I think that that, I think that we, every mom would agree that that season is, <laughs> is challenging because there's so many shifts, especially the first time. Mm-hmm. There are so many shifts that happen in our life, in our thinking, in the way that we, I mean, everything changes. Yeah. That's actually so encouraging to hear from you that the second time was totally different. Because I think I just like have no idea what would happen uh, if we had a second kid. And so it's encouraging that it could look different. Like night and day different. And I, I think a lot of it maybe was me. Like I with with my first was like reading all the blog posts tracking all the things googling everything on pinterest looking at reading mommy blog posts during every feeding session and i didn't know it in the time at the time but it was causing me a lot of anxiety and stress 
And so this time around, I just, I didn't pay attention to any of that. Like, I did not, I knew when, like, her developmental leaps were, so I could know when she was going to be sleeping less and all of that and more fussy and all that. But other than that, I, so I think a lot of it was me. Like, I was just a lot more relaxed and a lot Mm -hmm. more chill. And, and I, I had a, I had definitely a different philosophy. I very much, I'm a very attached parent. (laughs) Like I'll be the first to admit, Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, she stayed in our room until she was like probably eight or nine months old. Like she was, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but it worked for me. And it, I, it allowed me to like, I was still my best thriving self through that whole season and it can seem from the outside like oh my gosh how can you have a baby attached to your boob all the time and Mm -hmm. how can you have a baby sleeping on you all the time but I'm like she's giving me the happy hormones like she's helping yeah Yeah. we're 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 doing what we're supposed to do so um so yeah for sure that season of life is definitely challenging but it does get better as you do it more (laughs) yeah we've been really thriving in this like one to uh three years old stage has been like yes such a relief such a fun stage yes that's what we're in that too yeah yeah wait how 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 old are you three miles will be three in july and birdie is 18 months so we're right in the middle of that Uh but it's been fun I'm actually I've actually had time to miss the newborn stage I didn't have that between them they're 16 Mm -hmm. months apart um and so I was still postpartum when I got pregnant (laughs) um so I've actually had time to like oh I miss having a newborn I'm excited to have a baby again I'm excited for everything so it's just it's just been so different this time around it's been so fun that's so good um so, yeah, so you mentioned in the very beginning, mm-hmm. you mentioned something about a word search book, and <laughs> I want to know, I think everyone needs to know, I have one, I love oh, it, I, I'm so obsessed happy. with it, but I want you to tell us a little bit about the word search book, how in the world did this idea come to life? I'm dying to know, <laughs> I'm sure everyone's dying to know. How do you come up with the idea to create a word search book? Tell us about it and tell us about how it came to life. So it sounds crazy and never in a million years would I have told you, like I will grow up and design word search books. Um, <laughs> but here we are and that is basically my job description at this point. Um, so, Let's see, long story, sort of short, medium length, let's say. Um, When we were living in Nashville, we were newly married. My husband was working like 45 minutes away and he would work like pretty long hours. And we just bought this new house and we were just kind of in this season of like, we don't have kids yet. Um, And like my husband is busy with work and I was working for myself at home and just kind of had time to kill but like it felt a little too mature to just be like I'm just gonna sit and watch tv by myself or like I don't know I was just like kind of looking for a new (laughs) intentional way to spend my time and so I was going through the aisles of Kroger which is like the local grocery store um, Mm -hmm. in Nashville okay not that local actually it's like the everywhere in the south grocery store (laughs) but anyway um I was shopping at Kroger and I found this like 
$2 word search book. Um, like the kind that like your, your grandma uses yes. or like, yep. you know, like everyone knows like yep. the basic word search book. And it was a word search book about peace is like what it said it was. Mm. Um, wow. and so I bought it and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And the whole thing was scripture about peace. And the cool part about it was that like, when you did the word search, you like we're sort of like meditating in scripture and reading scripture mm-hmm. and it was just kind of this relaxing thing that I started to do but as I went through the book um I realized that like the person had just sort of like googled like verses on peace because some of them said like oh. and and you shall have no peace so we're like they were just like Uh-oh. not actually like <laughs> that peace giving <laughs> yeah and so it was kind of this like comical thing where my husband and I would like kind of laugh about like some of the Bible verses that were like, that does not fit at all. Um, and it was just kind of like embarrassing. Like it wasn't something I showed to my friends. It was like this like yeah. bright yellow, like stable bound. It's thing. not something you have so, sitting out on the coffee table. No, no. And so after I finished that one, um, our church was having this like season of prayer and fasting. And like you kind of chose like whatever that looked like for the month. Um, and mine was like, I'm just going to sit in this um, empty like bedroom of our new house and I am going to have quiet time for an hour each morning. Hmm. And that's like the only season in my life where I was able to do that because <laughs> we were just newly married and uh, didn't have kids. But um, I would go through the Bible and I would find... Um, different verses and I would be like that would be a good word search or good Mm. word search like in itself like that would be a good word bank that would be a good whatever and as I went through the bible and as I started reading God just like kept giving me the idea of like this quote use this one use this one and like you know what like we're gonna teach people about rest like through this Mm. and so it sounds totally crazy but like that was just like totally the Lord like slowly building and working and it's just been this process since then of um everything I'm learning and reading about in the Bible or just in books in general as I read I'm like oh that's like a two-line phrase right there that's perfect for a word search it's just been like this collecting over um a few years now and so first I released the word search book rest that was a few years ago and it's a book all about like creating um space for rest and Jesus. Um, and then this new book that just came out, I'm so excited about this one. This one's with, um, day spring and it is called the word search book becoming, and it's all about growth and becoming more like Jesus. And it's so cool. Just like how the past few years have really like shaped these books. They feel like such a part of my life. Like first I learned what Mm -hmm. it looked like to rest and like pulled every like bit of wisdom that I could out of that season. And then like, as I learned how to rest, I realized like that this rest was creating space for like growth and for new things to grow and for Jesus to like build new things in me. And it's just been super cool to be able to share, um, those things. And I think in any season people can understand and like people can, really connect with like both rest and growth and like what that looks like for them and kind of the the challenges of seeking both of them so this new book about becoming 
was really inspired by like those newborn days where like I just felt stagnant and like stuck and like I you know just wanted to like use my mind or Mm -hmm. read a book or like I don't know have some sort of mental energy or growth or see something like that in my life and so um it's been really it's just been awesome to like share with someone an unconventional way to create space for the Lord to speak to you. And I think yeah. like so many of us are kind of intimidated by just opening our Bible and reading whatever it says and like yeah. not really yeah. knowing um, how to go about that. Or like there are some people who just are a little weary of like getting a devotional. Like maybe you're not quite there mm-hmm. yet and that's totally fine. And I think like it's been such a beautiful bridge of like, no one's intimidated by a word search book and like Mm -hmm. quotes and just like a little piece of scripture. But like the cool thing about that is like taking the time and space to do a word search really gives you like this moment of, of peace and openness with, with the Lord and he can speak to you like through quotes and that. And so, um, it's, it seems a little crazy, but it's been like the coolest. No, I think it's amazing. When I first, when I first found you and saw what you were doing, like I was, I like stalked your Instagram and I was like, wait, like word search books, like word searches, like actual word searches. I was like, that is genius. And you guys, they are beautiful. They are aesthetically pleasing. Mine stays on my bedside table and it like, it, it looks like a Pinterest, like somebody on Pinterest decorated it. Like it, it, they're beautiful. So it's not your, your grandma's ugly word search. Yes, that's true. That's so important to mention. Yes. I actually designed it and made it look good. It's slim and bound and soft and nice. I really, I really love that aspect too. Cause I, I, Um, at the time when I was like designing these, I was, um, living in Nashville and it was like such a like coffee shop culture where you would like Mm -hmm. bring your journal, grab your Bible, grab your computer and like hang out at a coffee shop, like pre COVID when you could hang out anywhere. Mm Um, (laughs) and I like wanted it to be this cool thing where it's like, like, um, like you can't really tell from the outside, like, am I reading a library book? Am I reading a novel? Like, what am I doing? Like, it's not embarrassing to like sit in a coffee shop and like open it because people don't really know what you're doing it's like cool and sleek and looks good yes yes absolutely and I I just yeah like you said that creating the space to really allow God to speak to us and oftentimes we just don't create that space and so Mm -hmm. having a tool like this it really is a tool to um, that's what it's been in my life it's been a tool to allow me to like intentionally I don't need my phone for this I'm shutting Mm -hmm. it off I'm going to sit here and do this word search. And as I'm doing this, I'm like memorizing, you know, these quotes as I'm searching these words and like, okay, what words have I found? Okay. That goes Mm -hmm. with that. And it's just such a cool way to memorize quotes in scripture and get them really in your heart and, and rest and become more like Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I just, I, I think it's so amazing what you're doing and, I I think it's such an amazing and unique way mm-hmm. to use your gifting. You're so gifted. 
uh, with your creativity and with your lettering and your handwriting and you're so gifted with um, you know being able to find like see these quotes and think oh that would look good in a in a word search that would be a good word search and so (laughs) and so being able to it's just such a testament to like your gifting can be used for anything you just gotta let God (laughs) speak to you and let him (laughs) yeah let him like hey maybe this let him let him give you inspiration I it's such a testament to how like no gift is too small no gift is insignificant and And everything and anything can be used for his glory. Yes. I think it's just been, like, such an honor to, like, get to kind of design it and be a vehicle. Like, I just feel like I happen to be, like, sort of this, like, bystander to, like, what God is doing and, like, also kind of trying to, like, collect wisdom from, like, scripture Mm -hmm. and, like, brilliant, like, authors and speakers who are, like, wise beyond my years and just kind of gather them and hand them off to people and like equip them but like I just get to be the one sort of arranging it all you know like it's not it's cool to be kind of behind the scenes and just like see it all come together but like it's just so not me and beyond me and so that's yeah and sometimes it can be sometimes I feel like gosh I don't have the words to say but like, I wish that I could just no. give you all, like, can I just put yes. together a book of all of these words that are amazing yes. in the scripture and these quotes from these people? So that's exactly what you're doing in such a yes. fun and unique way. I think it's so amazing. Yeah, I think it's been so funny, like, in the, so we just had, like, a big book release and stuff, and it's been so funny, like, the people at, at church being like, so you wrote a book? Like, what did you write a book about? And I'm like, I, I don't think I wrote, I wrote, well, like, maybe I designed two, a book. two pages. <laughs> Yeah. I made a book. It's really, it's really hard to explain, but it's, I did not write it per se. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that so much. And I, I love, uh, I love my word search book. I, I'm going to um, leave a link for, to, to be able be to awesome. purchase a word search yes. book in the show notes. Um, I'm pretty sure you have a discount code yes, as well. Yes. It's becoming use code becoming on the website becoming. and you'll get 15% off. Um, it's super awesome. I think you're really going to love it. It's basically, I didn't do like a good description, but basically it is a literal word search book, 72 word searches in a book. It has beautiful quote pages and check-in pages. And it's just like a glorified version of a word search book. I like to say it's your childhood word search book, all grown up and I it love just it. feels like that. It's like nostalgic but modern, and yes, it's, yes, it's just I, it, I cool. feel like I'm. However, I don't know how old are you when you start doing word searches. I feel like I go <laughs> no. back to like yeah. <laughs> when I'm, you know, circling the words. It's, yes. I just love it. So, I the link to get your word search book is in the show notes. Grab it. Grab yours. Grab both of them. Grab one for a friend. Yes. I think it would be a great gift for moms who are like in that postpartum season mm-hmm. and it's like I just want to use my I just want to use my mind. I just want to use my brain. Totally. I I am like I'm gifting it to everyone for their birthday. I'm gifting it to everyone when they have a baby. <laughs> All yeah. the things. So thank it's, you for sharing your gift. Yeah, it's been funny cuz like initially I started out thinking like, yeah, of course like my target audience is going to be like everyone like my age. And mm-hmm. it's it's been such a thing of like my mom's, like, uh, friend who owns a beauty salon, like, 
buys them and and gives them out to like all of her customers and like my grandma I love is my biggest customer she sends them to everyone like all her I friends like so in much. nursing homes the older ladies at church like it's just like an all it, ages it's so versatile t- it really yes. does connect everyone can connect with that everyone can find something in that and that's what I just think is so I'm just I'm so amazed by it and I'm like I just think it's so cool and I I think it I'm like thank you for listening to God Thanks. thank you for listening <laughs> even though that was felt probably felt weird to start Super making a word search book because I I'm just obsessed with it and I just think it's the coolest <laughs> coolest thing oh that's awesome to hear <laughs> so Closing question. This is a fun one. Yes. So one of the ways that I like to reclaim joy in my own life is through something that I call counting the joy. So Mm. basically, I just list out all the little things that are making me happy and adding joy to my life. So for me right now in this season, one of the one of the ways I'm counting the joy is through the word search book. I it's making me happy. It's bringing joy to my life. So I would love to know how are you counting the joy in your life? Yes. What a good question. I um, recently had just been so pumped about the changing of seasons. It's like finally warm here. And we, this year, we have a three-year-old and we're like, we're going to do it. We're going to build a big garden. And we Mm, have these huge garden beds right now that we filled with plants. And um, that's just like our thing every day. It's like part of our rhythm now where... We go out and I take Auden with me and we check on the garden and we water the garden and we plant things and it's just like so refreshing. Like we don't, we're not plugged in. We literally just spend time watching God like grow things. And I just think it's like the most mind boggling thing of like, okay, I just released a book all about growth and now I just get to like unplug and just watch you like grow plants outside and just like... I don't know. For some reason, that's, like, so cool to me. And, that's um, so fun. So I would say gardening and also just, like, all of the joy that comes along with having a toddler in the summer months. Like, mm, bubbles, yep. like, jumping the Best cracks on, yep. the, on the sidewalks. Like, yes. walking the edge, like, the curb, like, it's a balance beam. Like, we're just doing all yes. of, like, those summer things right now. And yes. that's been super fun. So, so fun. Well... Thank you so much for coming and sharing your heart and sharing a little bit about you. And like I said before, sharing your gifts with us and with the world. Uh, I am so thankful to have met you and become friends with you. I am forever thankful for Instagram for connecting me to so many amazing women like Uh you. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. If this episode meant something to you, could you do me a favor real quick? Could you take a minute to screenshot what you're listening to, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me? This helps me stay energized and encouraged and also helps me connect and chat with you, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Plus, it's a great way for me to know what you are loving and wanting more of. Praying joy unspeakable over you today and always. And in the meantime, I will see you over on Instagram.